0: Hey folks, this is Jesse Coop, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're in. Sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time, maybe a little bit of your energy and effort. I'm very grateful you're here and I will try and use your time wisely. Hopefully it gives you a little bit of knowledge and makes us a little bit able, more able to defend our nation in our heritage. Not a lot on the homestead. I'm going to try and get a little bit more wood up. Obviously, for those of y'all that know anything about firewood, you can tell that we did not do our due diligence this year in getting enough wood. Prior to winter. So, you know, that's one of the things I remember from my father and from other coaches and individuals, preachers on a myriad of subjects ranging from faith to athletics to even firewood. You can sweat and cry you can give off sweat and tears during practice right? or you can wait until the moment of trial actually comes and you can give blood and of course the meaning if you don't see it is that you can either practice really hard your faith you can work on your marriage. You can stack firewood for the winter. Uh, and you can work in your garden. Take care of all the things in the summer months, right? Uh, try and get ready for war, or better yet, to prevent it. Conflict. Or you can wait until that moment that it happens. And then desperately try and figure out what to do. Uh, it never, never works out very well, folks, at least in my experience, to wait on the ladder. I remember every year, I'm getting a little off track here, y'all forgive me, uh, when we would do two days for football. And it, every single year, through all of high school that I remember on that first day you would have people throwing up and almost without fail. I mean, practice was hard. It was rough the first day, especially, but almost without fail, it was because people had not done any of the work that they were supposed to do over the summer. And it just always amazed me. I was always too scared not to do it. uh, Because I didn't want to be one of the ones throwing up. Not because I was really. Trying to improve myself probably. At any rate. Father thank you for today. Thank you for you Father. And your son Jesus Christ and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it and share it. Be with them, Lord. Be with their families. Guide and bless them. Surround them with your angels. Protect us all from evil, Lord. Help us to remember who we are. Whose we are. Help us to remember all the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. As individuals and as a nation, throughout our history, help us to turn to you each day, to seek you first, to love our neighbors as ourselves, and to follow the commands of your Son Jesus Christ. And God, my words, Father, please, in your Son's name, we pray. Amen. So we get a couple things. <coughs> excuse me today. Um, and, and they're really pretty lengthy topics. Uh, but I'm going to kind of summarize them because I'm trying to make a different point. And one of the things we talk about this podcast frequently, I guess in a way, that's what this podcast is all about is education and Well, maybe I'll lead with this. I was kind of going to end with it, but maybe it fits better here. You know, the other day, uh, I walked in and my own children were watching something. I don't even remember what channel it was on. It doesn't really matter. Uh, and the show is pretty harmless as far as shows these days go. And the two characters, main characters, were making some joke about a bloody pickle. Uh, And that just in and of itself seems ridiculous to me. But so I stood there and I watched it for a minute. And it truly was mind-numbing entertainment. It's reminiscent to me uh, of watching the Three Stooges decades ago as a kid. Except that I would argue that often built into the Three Stooges, at least superficially, or on the outside, was some kind of moral story or lesson. The old ones. Not always. Uh, And it's been so long, I've really forgotten, if I'm being honest, folks. But anyway. Why is it that we know the names of actors and actresses and athletes, that we know statistics down to how many yards carried, how many strikes thrown, what their hitting percentage is for athletes, or we know who the actress is dating, who she has dated for the last 10 to 15 years. And we can recite all this and and we can even call back specific lines from movies and TV shows that we've watched over the years. But we know so little of our history and heritage as a nation. And some of y'all, that I know that listen, maybe out there going, geez, that's a little harsh. That's uh, you're asking too much. Um, And you're, you're going to push kids away, right? You're going to, you're going to run them off because you're, you're going to be too harsh. If all we do is learn about our history and heritage and, and, and we don't let them have any kind of entertainment at all. And, That's not what I mean, folks. Of course, there's room for entertainment. The problem is that we've let it become the central purpose of our lives in the way we spend time. You look at how much time we give to those things, TV, movies, sports, just those alone, not to mention phones, social media, and how little time we give to reading the Bible, praying, our marriage, teaching our children our history and our heritage, how God has shaped our nation, our race as Americans, Western civilization. And, uh, and maybe you're right. Maybe it is too harsh. Maybe I'm <laughs> expecting too much. Maybe I'm an old fuddy-duddy or too serious all the time. Maybe I don't have enough of a sense of humor. Uh, Maybe we ought to have this kind of freedom and and liberty and, and we ought to just work on being entertained and gratifying our own desires and wants. Maybe. Or maybe that's why we're falling apart. Maybe because... We didn't want to listen to the people that have told us this for the last hundred years. Maybe because we thought that those people weren't enough fun. They were too harsh and too serious. Maybe. So there's a couple of examples I'm going to run through here uh, about our history and heritage that I have never known until probably the last month in doing research for the podcast. I think I actually started to do a little bit of this research a couple months ago. Uh, not once that I can think of in my entire life have I heard either of these two stories I'm going to try and share with you in the next 10 minutes. And I'm going to be brief, but there's there's a lot more to these stories. I'm just going to kind of hit the wave wavetops uh, because it ties into my original point about what we know and what we don't. So some of y'all that are history experts, uh, teachers, or just people that really know history, you may be real familiar with this. Uh, and that's, that's phenomenal. I'm glad that you are, uh, but even if you are, I would submit to you that you're probably in a single digit percentage of the population, probably a low single digit, In fact, I feel pretty comfortable saying that you are in less than 1% of the population that knows uh, either one of these two stories, probably, but but certainly both. There was a commission sent by... The British looked up during the Revolutionary War, and they saw that this was a lot more serious than they thought it had been. It was going to be a lot harder than they thought it would be uh, to beat back the Americans. And they realized uh, a little too late what they should have realized before, which is if they just would have come over and given the Americans, you know, some seats in Parliament, the ability to govern themselves by electing their leaders that were in Parliament, uh, they could have solved this whole thing and still been in control of America and even more so. And and that the people, you know, there's so much about this, folks, our founders desperately wanted reconciliation with Great Britain, even into the war. Uh, a number of them did. Not all of them, but a number of them did. Uh, and, and Britain just, even some of their own leaders talked about it. I can't remember the guy's name, uh, but one of their most outspoken members of parliament, he told me, he said, y'all are going to lose the colonies if you don't change your attitude toward them. And they did. And so in this light... Britain sent over this commission. It's called the Carlisle Commission, led by the Earl of Carlisle, and they wrote this really nasty letter to the Americans and said, basically, look, we're going to win, and uh, we know we're going to win. You know we're going to win. Everybody in the world knows we're going to win, but uh, we don't want to. You know, honestly, we just don't want to spend the money and the bloodshed. And so, I tell you what, we'll we'll give y'all everything that you want except independence, basically. Uh, but I tell you what, if you don't take this off, or all the blood's going to be on your head. It's on your shoulders. It was just a really condescending uh, approach. And the Americans wrote back, uh, and this went back and forth for quite a while, folks. I'm just picking one paragraph that I read in this, again, Founders Bible, which is phenomenal resource. Can't recommend it enough by wall builders. Uh, just like the Patriots Bible by... Dr. Richard Lee and uh, the America's God and Country Encyclopedia Quotations by William Federer. And so the American, Americans, and this was a pretty, uh, man, these are, these are some pretty well-known people, high and mighty. uh, When you look back in the American Revolution, Governor Morris, uh, who was a signer and penman of the Constitution, Uh, Samuel Adams, John Witherspoon, Richard Henry Lee, who were signers of the Declaration. William Henry Drayton if I'm pronouncing that right and this is just a part of what they wrote back. Matters of this kind may appear to you in a trivial light as mere ornamental flowers of rhetoric but they are serious things registered in the high chancery of heaven. Remember the awful abuse of words like these by General Burgundy and remember his fate the British General Burgundy had threatened America prior to the Battle of Saratoga and then lost, and it was a devastating defeat for the British. There is one above us who will take exemplary vengeance for every insult upon His Majesty. You know that the cause of America is just. You know that she contends for that freedom to which all men are entitled, that she contends against oppression, rapine, and more than savage barbarity. The blood of the innocent is upon your hands, and all the waters of the ocean will not wash it away. We again make our solemn appeal to the God of heaven to decide between you and us, and we pray that in the doubtful scale of battle we may be successful, as we have justice on our side, and that the merciful Savior of the world may forgive our oppressors. This is a reference back to the biblical story of King Hezekiah when the Assyrians were attacking Judah, the southern kingdom, Uh, and Isaiah the prophet told Hezekiah, hey, God's got this, don't worry about it, and Hezekiah, being the good king that he was, actually, followed along and trusted in God, and the Assyrians uh, were defeated, wiped out, actually, if I remember correctly, and our founders knew this story. It was part of their worldview. It was part of the way they were raised. They knew in their heart these biblical stories. They hadn't spent all their time watching uh, Disney and Amazon and Nickelodeon. And they had been educated in seminaries or even at home with their own parents in the stories of the Bible and, and the way that their, their own history of how important the Bible had been and, and why their founders, those ancestors before them had come to America they lived this stuff. They breathed it, folks. They knew it. They spent their time learning it themselves and teaching their children. And I'm, I'm not going to get enough time really to do this story justice. Uh, but there was a, there's a story. And again, I pulled this out of the Founders Bible. You can find it, the, like the Carlisle thing, for example, you can go in the Library of Congress and I, and I did, and I looked up quite a bit of it. There's there's a bunch of places that you can find it. Uh, this is just a great place to kind of uh, look uh, as a first glance. And in the Founder's Bible, they do such a good job of, of referencing all this. At any rate, there, there's another story, and I hate to go through it this fast, but there was a Quaker meeting uh, back in the 1700s, I think, 17, yeah, during the Revolutionary War, actually, 1770, 1777. And it's a phenomenal little story. If I get time, I'll go back into it. Uh, But the Quakers, uh, there there were some Indians that came into this Quaker meeting. And they had intended to kill the Quakers. uh, But they didn't, and they sat together, the Quakers and the Indians, and they worshipped God together. The Indians called it the Great Spirit. The Quakers, obviously, God, the Father of Jesus Christ, but they sat there and worshiped together. And then the Quakers asked them to come back and have food with them afterwards. They came back and ate with them, right? And there's a a really famous painting in 1918 done by J. Doyle Penrose. And and I'm I'm out of time, folks, but just why do we not know these stories? Why do we not, you know, this painting, why, why isn't this taught in art? Why don't they, you know, why aren't there paint-by-numbers for those of us that are not artistically inclined, which is me? You know, why aren't there ways that we teach our children these things? Why am I having to learn this stuff as an adult? And why do we continue, and I'm guilty here, folks. I'm so guilty. Why do we continue to allow our children to be inundated with junk and have that junk form their young minds at home and in school instead of feeding them with real food, with solid food, with with things that are really important. Oh, Lord, Lord, help us all. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it. Always do.